Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SIDERETIREDPOD in all capitals for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the NFL and NHL. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. All righty, day two of the winter meetings is in the books. It is Wednesday, December 7th. Dylan Campione flying solo in today's episode. So I guess that you could call this somewhat of a sports slash baseball homily. I don't know. We'll go with that for now. But basically, we wanted to give you guys the normal five to seven minute episode recapping what happened during the day. We're going to be doing one of these every single day during this winter meeting deadline week because we know a lot of moves are happening. Jack decided to go to bed early, which leaves me solo for the episode. So I guess we're going to go from there. We're going to figure things out as we go. But basically, what happened today, not as major as we saw the day prior when Trey Turner and Justin Verlander signed for a lot of money. If you haven't checked those episodes out yet, those are right below this one. As well as we're going to have some fun signings, the Aaron Judge rumors were happening all day today apparently john Heyman tweeted that aaron judge was signing with the san francisco giants or arson judge was apparently the rumor as well missed tweet from john Heyman there but we're not going to talk about that today because that is not official yet and plus we'll wait for jack to give his yankee fan opinion on that instead we're going to be looking at the moves that actually happened and there were a bunch of solid minor moves slash major moves that aren't going to move the needle entirely But these are what good organizations do. And of course, we're talking about the Phillies signing Taiwan Walker to a four-year, $72 million contract and the Cleveland Guardians signing Josh Bell to a two-year, $33 million. Taiwan Walker is going to slot as the Phillies either three or four starter, obviously behind Zach Wheeler, obviously behind Aaron Nola, and then Ranger Suarez is sort of in that same category as Taiwan Walker. What this does show you is the market for pitching is booming because Walker's getting $18 million a year, roughly the equivalent of the qualifying offer that the Mets initially did not give him. He's getting that amount for four years as opposed to the Mets one-year offer that the qualifying offer would have entailed. Pitchers like Kodai Senga and Chris Bassett, as well as Carlos Rodon, who are still unsigned, must be licking their chops after this one, realizing, well, if Taiwan's able to get $75 million, then they're definitely looking at a $100 million payroll at minimum. Taiwan Walker was a great Met over the last couple of years. He made an all-star game, always solid in the first half. He did struggle a little bit in both second halves that he was a New York Met, but a great player. It's going to be tough to root against him. I know he's already pooted out the whole uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air video. He seems excited to be a Philly, and it seems like a great time to be a Philly because they also signed Matt Strom today, a reliever for two years, $15 million, and Trey Turner, as we just mentioned. Switching gears to Josh Bell, he signed a two-year, $33 million deal with the Guardians. A great move for them because now they sneakily have one of the best infields in baseball. Jose Ramirez is a top two, if not best, third baseman in the league. And Mets fans, as we know, Andres Jimenez and Ahmed Rosario are really solid up the middle. Josh Bell provides them with a power bat. He'll correspond with Josh Naylor in the middle of their order. $33 million. Big deal for the Guardians because they don't spend money that often. But again, in the grand scheme of things, $33 million is not a ton. It's interesting to see how the first base dominoes are going to play out going forward. 
Will Myers is still out there. Brandon Drury is still out there. But now the two big guys in Jose Abreu and Josh Bell are off the market. Cody Bellinger has found his rebound. He is signed with the Chicago Cubs on a one-year $17.5 million deal. A really interesting move. The Cubs are an interesting franchise. They're also apparently close to signing Jamison Tyone. With a weak NL Central, they might think that they have a chance at winning the division, or if Bellinger succeeds and the Cubs are out of it, they could have a really interesting trade deadline with Cody Bellinger and Ian Happ both playing on their final years of the contract. Bellinger has been abysmal the last couple seasons, but of course he does have that MVP in his back pocket, so a one-year deal there's no such thing as a one year a bad one year contract we like to say here at side retired so one year take a risk on cody ballinger and if he stinks you can always cut your losses at the end of the year another name yankee fans know and dear to their heart andrew heaney signed a two-year 25 million dollar contract with the texas rangers 25 35 one of those two but basically heaney is now going to texas which continues to add to their rotation Obviously, they got Jacob deGrom and they re-signed Martin Perez on the qualifying offer. This Rangers rotation is now actually pretty dependable. You have deGrom, you have Heaney, you have John Gray, Martin Perez, and Jake Odorizzi, as well as Dane Dunning. I still think the Rangers are not a great team. They're definitely not as good as the Houston Astros. The Seattle Mariners made the playoffs last year, and the Rangers only won 68 games. But it proves that they're going for it. As the Phillies proved this past season, just make the playoffs and you can go on a hot run, especially with Jacob deGrom at the top of your rotation. So Heaney, a nice, interesting signing there. The Giants got their big outfielder. No, not Aaron Judge. They signed Mitch Henniger to a three-year, $44 million contract. Not the move Giants fans wanted to get, but it is a solid move that'll platoon out with Mike Yastrzemski in the outfield. Guys like Austin Slater, Luis Gonzalez, Lamonte Wade. The Giants have a good core of outfielders. And of course, this does not take them out of the runnings of signing Aaron Judge by no means. The Yankees also made a move. They acquired Tommy Canley back. Two years, $11.5 million. He's coming off of Tommy John a couple seasons ago. Played well with the Dodgers this year. And the Yankees are thinking, let's get a guy back that we know we're comfortable with, we're familiar with. Obviously, they lost Chad Green this offseason to Tommy John surgery. Michael King is coming off a significant injury. Araldis Chapman is officially gone. So the Yankees needed to get bullpen help in some capacity. Tommy Canley is not a bad move at all for them. The Pirates made a couple of minor moves. Vince Velasquez, Harleen Garcia, solid. They're pitchers. They exist. They're human beings. Great. Nomar Mazar is hoping to rebound with the Baltimore Orioles. David Dahl signed with the Padres. The Brewers signed Met legend Adonis Medina. A minor trade between the A's and the Colorado Rockies saw Chad Smith get traded to the Oakland A's, who also signed Jace Peterson to a two-year contract. And Guillermo Zuniga signed a contract with the Brewers. I believe that, or with the Cardinals, I believe that that's a major league contract that he gets $800,000 for if he cracks the big league roster. And finally, Mets fan favorite Tommy Hunter and Sean Reed Foley will be returning on minor league deals. The Mets bullpen, as we previously mentioned on on past episodes, has lost a lot of guys. Currently, all that's in there from last year, Edwin Diaz is back on the record-setting contract. Drew Smith is still returning, and that's it from last year's bullpen. So the Mets need to get arms in any way possible. They're losing a lot of dependability in Joely Rodriguez, Trevor May, Seth Lugo, Adam Adovino. So any innings possible for them to acquire is necessary. They're doing so. Tommy Hunter, Sean Reed Foley. They already re-signed Edwin Diaz, the best closer in the game earlier this offseason. So what's next as we look forward to Wednesday and Thursday as the winter meetings will wrap up? Aaron Judge, we'd be stunned if he doesn't sign a contract. It seems like it's coming down to the Yankees and the Giants. I might have been wrong about the Padres sneaking in at the last second. It seems like it's either does he want to go home to the Bay Area 
Or does he want us to remain, remain and stay the king of New York with the New York Yankees? Carlos Correa's market is also heating up. There was a, another rumor from Carlos Baerga who predicted the Justin Verlander contract to the Mets. He said that the San Francisco Giants will sign not only Aaron Judge, but also Correa. I doubt that happens, but we'll see. Brandon Nimmo still remains. Carlos Rodon. Wilson Contreras apparently has five-year offers from both the Astros as well as the St. Louis Cardinals. So that is something to keep note of and worth watching, as well as the secondary pitcher market with Carlos Rodon, Chris Bassett, Nathan Avaldi, and Kodai Senga also remaining out there as well. A couple of names we haven't really heard. Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, Brandon Nimmo, Noah Syndergaard, J.D. Martinez, Andrew Benintendi, really solid baseball players still out there for the taking. So we will see what happens. Of course, Jack, James, and I will be back later this week, probably giving you an episode Thursday night or potentially Thursday morning if something happens and you can bet that we will be giving you an instant reaction once Aaron Judge doesn't seed sign for better or for worse with the Yankees, the Giants, or the aforementioned mystery teams. So I think that's all we have for you guys today. Again, a nice quick episode. I think I did fine in this nice little sports homily, sports sermon for you guys. If you liked this episode, definitely make sure to check out the Twitter, the Instagram, the YouTube, and the TikTok. Great content out there. On those platforms, again, great interviews from the previous week. We interviewed Trevor Bauer's agent, Mackenzie Toll. She talked a lot about what it's like to be a female agent in a predominantly male-oriented baseball business, as well as some great interviews coming up for you guys in the future as well. Winter Meetings has a lot of people talking, so there's a lot of people that we'd love to get to know in the baseball industry, and we definitely will have some of these people on in the future, especially over winter break. I am tired. It is one in the morning. Finals week is officially upon us here in college. So until the next time, the side is retired.